Welcome back. My name's Loman, and I'm about to tell you another story from Bear Island. This one's called How to Say Goodbye. But first, we have a couple of questions. The first one is from Keezy. Take it away, Keezy. How did Bear Island? Where did the man um, go? That's a good question, Keezy. He's referring to episode one called King Kukuru. And the man in question was a man who was trying to make money off the Bear Island by bringing in tourists. And uh, King Kukuru took care of that by shoving him off, sending him back to the mainland. And he never did return. But that wasn't the end of the story for that man, of course. In fact, he decided to settle down in a little town. And he opened up a car wash. And his favorite thing to do was to take his car through his car wash and blast all the music on high. As outside his windows, the soap and the scrubbers dance and sing. So he's doing okay. The next question we have is from Clay. Take it away, Clay. How did the Crackwood Cliffs get so craggly? Another excellent question. And the answer to that is also from episode one. King Kukuru. And you see that man that was trying to make money off the island, he had a partner in the name of Grumble, who was a bear who would get candy bars every time people came to visit. Well, King Kukuru didn't agree with Grumble. And long story short, they got into quite the wrestling match. And they were so big and powerful that they took all those green sloping hills and cut them all up into steep, craggly cliffs. Now, I sure did like uh, answering those questions. If you have any question, comment, kudo, or concern, record a voice memo and send it to Bear Island Pod gmail.com and if you're liking what you hear share it with a friend or write a review anyway here we go come and see Bear Island with me come and see Bear Island with me Way up north where the fog is thick and there's black sand beaches too. Come and sit on a craggly cliff and I will be right there with you. Way up north where the fog is as thick as cotton candy. There's an island of black sand beaches and steep craggly cliffs. And on this island, there lives a kind of bear. Now, 
These bears aren't like normal bears because they can talk and sing and dance just like humans do. Now, if you can remember, something strange happened back in episodes 7 and 8. Those were the Outer Space Tests Part 1 and 2. And that was when Jem got a strange signal from the stars. And she had to pass a very special test. You have been chosen to complete the alien school test. If you wish to continue, shake the box. Well, Jem shook the box indeed. She, in fact, passed that test and was getting ready to leave. All the bears on Bear Island were so excited for what was going to come next. She had been informed that a school bus would come to pick her up on the first full moon of October. Furthermore, Jem was supposed to pack her favorite foods, some keepsakes of her home, as well as clothes. As you probably already know, bears don't have any need for clothes. In fact, they just grow what they need on their body in terms of fur. Well, all the bears decided that there would be nothing better than to throw Jem a big party. And they invited all the bears on the island, of course, but in addition, they invited Warty the Toad and Tutu and Two Shoes to come along as well. All the guests gathered around and asked Jem to show them what she was packing for her big trip across space. Oh, of course, said Jem. And she said, well, I don't really need clothes, obviously, but I'm still going to bring this hat. And she held up a, a black stocking cap that Tutu had given her. Next, she showed them a bundle of food that she had gathered from all around the island. Seaweed and chestnuts, salmon and clams, and of course, some of the most delicious licorice stalks that were growing in the meadow that day. Well, the bears all gathered around and ate food and danced until the sun went down. And out of the ocean there seemed to rise a great big full moon. And then from the sky in a streak of light came a spaceship. It came down and hovered over the black sand beaches for a moment or two, shifting this way and that, trying to find the best way to land. When it did, it let out a big whoosh and blew black sand in all directions. The door opened to the spaceship and a strange creature emerged. He had big, sharp teeth and a green face. He had two pencils sticking out of his head as if they were horns and huge black glasses. Out of his backside there was a big tail that whipped this way and that, and he had four arms instead of the two. Hello, he said. My name is Mr. Z. I am here for... He held up a clipboard and studied it. Uh, Jem the Bear? Is there a Jem the Bear? 
From behind Mr. Z, there was another creature peeking. This was a little tiny creature, maybe as big as a squirrel, but bright green and squishy all over. Hey, I'm Squish, he said. It's going to be my first day of school, too. They picked me up on the way here. Well, said Mr. Z, your planet was in the na same neighborhood, so it just it just made sense. Well, here I am, said Jem. I have my food, and I have my keepsakes, and I'm ready to go. Well, wait just a minute, said King Kukuruku. How could she live for a whole semester on just the food that's in that little packet? Don't you think she's going to need more food? Oh, yes, of course, of course. We just take that food that she gives us and put it into our food copying machine, and, and then she can have that food whenever she wants to. It's, it's, it's a pretty neat little invention that we invented specifically for alien school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing, said Squish. They even made me a slime lollipop, and I didn't think anybody could make a slime lollipop as good as my mama. Well, here I am, said Jem, but there's just one problem. What is it, said King Kukuru? Well, I, I don't know where Evie is. And it was true. Evie was Jem's best friend, and she was nowhere to be seen. Jem just simply couldn't leave without having a goodbye with Evie. After all, they'd spent the last few months sleeping high up in their hammocks in the trees, waking up together and laughing at all the jokes that the world told them. Well, we, we, we're really on a tight schedule, said Mr. Z. We have uh, three more planets to hit today. So if you could find this uh, Evie and say your farewells, uh, I would really appreciate it. So all the bears of Bear Island searched high and low for Evie. They went over to Barker's Cove and to the top of Blueberry Mountain and down to Lolo's Beach and over to Ralph's Mushroom Farm. They even climbed up high into the trees where Evie and Jem liked to sleep at night and there were no signs of Evie. The only place that King Kukuru could think of was his own cave high on the cliffs, so he led Jem up there. And sure enough, that's where they found Evie. She was sitting in a dark corner of the cave with her knees up near her chest, looking into her paws. What's wrong there, little Evie? It's not fair, said Evie. I don't want to say goodbye. Hmm, yeah. It's tough to say goodbye. Let me, let me give you a lesson on how to say goodbye. I learned this a long time ago when I was just a cub. Sometimes being in this world means that you have to say goodbye to things. But I'm going to tell you how to do it. There's four steps, okay? The first thing you do is you tell that person why you're sad. The only reason that you ever feel sad about saying goodbye to somebody 
is because what you had with them was so special to begin with. Number two, ask that person if you can give them a hug, a handshake, a fist bump, an elbow, a tummy rub, a sing-off, a dance-off, whatever it is that you two like to do, ask them if you can have that one more time. Number three, wish this person good luck on their trip. You love this person, obviously, and so you'll want them to have a great trip because because you like that and you want the best for them. And also, if they have a good trip, they're going to have a lot of good stories when they come back. And that's what brings me to number four. There's always going to be a time where you'll see your friend or your family member again, whether that's in person or over the phone or just in your heart when you're remembering a, a great memory of them, okay? So you do those four things and you say goodbye. And then it'll hurt still a lot. But you'll know that you, you did a good goodbye. How about that? King Kukuru left them to it in the cave and went down the steps to the black sand beaches to wait with the other bears by the spaceship. And so Evie went up to Jem and said, Jem, I'm going to miss you because you made me braver than I thought I could be. And I had a lot of fun playing with you every day and going to sleep with you in the hammock and and waking up next to you. Number two, do you think we could do a one last poop-poop-pump-pump? Poop-poop-pump-pump was the name that Evie and Jem gave for when they did belly bumps against each other, and Jem laughed, and sure enough, gave her a belly bump. Number three, good luck on your trip. I hope you learn so many things and see so many amazing things, and I can't wait to see you again. And that's number four, too, I guess. I'll be thinking about you, and I hope you send me letters or video messages or star blinky blops or whatever it is you send from Alien School, okay? And Jem looked at Evie and said, Number one, I'm going to miss you a lot because you were always there for me, and you really make me laugh a lot, and... um you can make really funny noises that always make me chuckle even when I'm feeling sad. Oh, you, you mean like this? <laughs> yeah, said Jem, just like that. And I, I hope that you stay here on Bear Island and get braver and braver and climb every tall high tree you ever get in front of and have all kinds of adventures. And when I come back, I, I hope you'll tell me all about them and and I guess that's number four, too, because when I come back, I I expect that you're going to have explored even more of Bear Island, and I, and I want you to show me every last corner that you discover. Oh, um, aren't you missing something? said Evie. What? said Jem. Um, I think you're missing number two of the good goodbye. You know, where you ask that person for a hug or whatever. And Evie looked up and said, can I have a hug? And so the two bear cubs gave each other a great big hug. And then Evie walked Jem down to where the spaceship was. Oh, okay, hop right in there, Jem, and we'll get on our way. We have a lot more aliens to get, and uh, you'll be home for the, for the winter holidays before you know it. Yeah, yeah, come on, said that little strange alien squish. I can show you all the things I've discovered on the spaceship already.
and so Jem scampered aboard for her grand adventure at alien school, and they blasted off far out into the sky until the light of their ship looked just like any other star blinking up there in the heavens. And Evie was sad, but was glad that she had done a good goodbye, and she was glad that King Kukuru had taught her how to say goodbye. Well, there you go. Jem went off to alien school. But that wasn't the last Evie ever heard of her, of course. Because alien schools, one of the most advanced technological utopias in the universe. So from time to time, Evie would get a blinky blocky bloopity bloop. And Jem became good friends with Squish. But that's a story for another time. Until then, check out the Patreon page. Patreon.com backslash Bear Island. There's a coloring sheet up there about Jem um, passing the alien test. All right. Until next time. Come back next time and we'll do it again. Love's just a story that has no end. Sometimes saying goodbye is tough, it's true. But that doesn't mean there's any less love for.